0: You're listening to the Multiverse Fancast, proud member of the Misfit Faction Media Network.
1: All right, then. On with the show.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Multiverse Fancast. If you guys are listening to us on the go, you can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and basically anywhere you get your podcasts. As always, I'm on your host, Paul. With me in the studio today is Ronnie. Ronnie, how are you today? I am doing amazing. Doing amazing. Yes, I am. Any particular reason for amazing? Uh, Because of this episode that we're talking about. Okay, all right. Bury the lead a little. Play hard to get, little buddy. And then uh, we also have Rob. Rob, how are you today? I
2: am doing... It's going to be a bitch to edit. Very
0: well. I'm gonna, I, You know when I edit, all those spaces are going to get taken out. <laughs> I, I can't control it. It just happens. But... Um, I, I stopped listening halfway through. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm imitating Batman's—well, I should say the entire movie's speech pattern. <laughs> That's why you got to warn me about your bits before you just do them. I don't know what's going on. But uh, in case you guys are wondering what we're going to be talking about today, we just saw the Batman. The Batman. The the film and the character, I guess, really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We just saw him and we saw the film. But we we saw it last night, and— Gave it a, a little bit of time to uh, to marinate, to collect our thoughts. Because there are plenty of times where we see a movie and then record right after. And we get the most raw information. Mm-hmm. And it's not always reflective of how we truly feel about the movie. So we are going to be breaking down. Now, just so you guys know, the movie did just come out. Like Today is Saturday, March 5th. And this episode will be out on Monday. So we are going to do about 10-15 minutes of complete non-spoilers nothing that spoils the plot we're going to discuss kind of the development of the movie first how it started where it came from and talk just initial thoughts initial thoughts about the plot and the characters and the casting especially because that was the biggest thing and I'll give you guys a quick break uh, maybe 10 15 minutes in like i said mm-hmm. and then come back with a full spoiler discussion nice all right yep. And I don't think we have any news today because, uh, really this is Bat Month because we've been building up to this moment. And also, it is March. Movie news, yes. comic book movie news, especially, is kind of dry right One now. In between. Either things are about to come out, like we have Moon Knight coming out this month, which we're excited for. Yes. We yep. have our episode about Peacemaker that's coming out, uh, next week, I believe. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going from there. We also have Academy Award season. And All now right. we have some, uh, some oscar worthy type things to discuss nice
2: mm-hmm. yeah, and then we're going from there march is oscar month yes it march, is. Is,
0: march is a fun time but uh, before we get into the discussion don't forget guys if you are looking to start your own podcast or create your own content and you don't know where to start you can always try our affiliate program for podbean it's podbean.com slash misfitfaction if you guys use that link you get a free month of podcasting it's a special thank you from us to all of you guys or if you have your own online service or uh product or company that you want to promote podcasts are everywhere guys there are literally millions and millions of them so if you guys are looking to do a little bit of advertising on any of those podcasts not just ours you can do let's see i think it's sponsorship.podbean.com slash misfit faction and you get a hundred dollars of free advertising again that's a thank you from us for all of our loyal listeners so that is the the warm-up now it's time to start the game sports did you like that, Ronnie? No, nothing. Where are we okay, going with this. I don't know. So, um, oh an- man, let's start off with some initial thoughts about. Uh,
2: well, well, first we have the news about the box office.
0: Oh, fine.
2: <laughs> Literally said we had no news. And everybody's like, yeah, huh? But it's Batman news. All right, so, that's so why let's start legit. off with the box office okay. for this movie. So the box office, now, technically, it opened sort of on Tuesday. It was, like, as Paul mentioned to me earlier, it was an investors kind of opening for, like, very select people and very select theaters. It did play on Wednesday and it officially previewed Thursday night at seven, but the studio is rolling all that box office together. So just based on those 3 days it pulled in 21.6 million. Friday when we all went it pulled in 35.4 million and right now they are estimating that it's going to pull in over 125 million which is on they about a month out they were expecting it to pull somewhere they were saying between 130 and 150 million and they weren't really sure just based on you know the world based on you know it's, 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 some of this is hard to predict because they don't know like social media reaction they usually kind of ju- look at that too. advertising you know momentum that it gets also being a three-hour runtime is a little bit difficult because that means it's a limited number of times it can be shown on a specific screen now when where we went it was showing literally every half hour that had to be about if it's every half hour that had to be about seven screens it was going yeah i think yeah. so and it was a Sixteen screen theater, and I would say easily, uh, probably about half, half of them were Bat the Batman. So right now, it is looking to pull in over 125 million. Now that is shy of, way shy of Marvel's Spider-Man latest release. But no one really expected it to come near that because it isn't the Batman isn't exactly, although Batman is very very popular. The Batman isn't exactly like a feel good crowd pleaser the way that the Spider-Man movie mm-hmm. is, where you've got multiple I, I Spider-Man. I, Poof, I felt I knew, really good. I, I I felt good, but not in a clean way. When I was walking out, I definitely needed a shower. But I think for to do that, you just have to stand in the streets of Gotham for three minutes because it, it did, never stops did raining did rain yeah. in Gotham. Yeah, it was Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, we were also talking about this and that. It'll be most interesting, and Ronnie stated this about the kind of drop off that it gets in second weekend. That is usually the indication of a film success. If it can have a drop off that is below six. Sixty percent, like if it's if it's sixty percent or less, then it's usually considered six. And because usually films have a, I think it's like a two point three or two point four multiplier from its first weekend. So if it does drop off that, that anything more than sixty percent is not a good sign. That means it's not doing well, you know, with audiences. But also like. One of the things they weren't sure about was another factor, which turned out in its favor was the Rotten Tomato score. There Mm -hmm. was the the critic embargo was up noon on this past Monday, and when it was lifted, it immediately shot right up. And I think right now it's sitting at eighty-seven percent. Yeah,
1: sitting at eighty-five for the critics and ninety-one with audience. Wow, that's very high for audience. They're very equal. While usually I feel like with comic book movies. There it, is it a, tends to be like polar opposite yeah. almost. Mm-hmm.
2: so my point with bringing up all this information is that all signs are pointing to a good box office run yes um, the fact that there is also nothing major what's the next thing major opening I think Morbius on April 1st that doesn't so count so nothing count.
1: until uh, Doctor Strange yeah,
2: yeah so <laughs> there's there's a lot of room for this to do well and and we wish it well just based on yeah. uh, the time that we had with it last
0: night which you, we'll get into you know it's a DC yeah. movie when Rob says we wish it well <laughs> If it was a Marvel movie, I wouldn't even have to say uh-huh. that. I know, seriously. So now uh, instead we get Moon Knight this month. The Marvel's Batman. Yeah, what, I what know, a seriously what a month of vicious vigilance right? holy
2: cow! Nothing like damaged, costumed superhero rich men. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, like. <laughs> They all are. Yeah, it's imagine being a broke superhero. Look at Spider Man just sewing while Batman's like, <laughs> my suit's bulletproof. Yeah, obviously it, it's looking on track to do well. It's most likely they're already talking about sequels and spinoffs and yeah. all these things. Uh, the Penguin's getting an HBO Max spinoff, which uh, we'll talk about at, at, when it, when there's more to talk about. Yeah,
2: right now we just know what we know from the Batman. So. Yeah,
0: and yeah. they're they're saying that they have two sequels in mind, which is which is interesting because this movie was supposed to come out, and we'll talk about this a little bit later. Last year, I think, in June of last year, so with... You know delays. Also, I think that it's very helpful that every single mandate in the state of New York got lifted. Yes, yes. right before this movie came out, like yeah. literally the week before. There
2: was no in our theater, no alternate seating. There was no very few yeah. people with masks. Yeah, because uh, it's not required in New York State anymore. So,
0: so I think that's that's going to work in its favor because yeah. Spider Man proved that people are still willing to go to the movies, mm-hmm. um, especially when there's no alternative. Like this movie's yeah. not going to be on HBO Max for a few weeks at least. Yeah, yeah it's I, even longer.
2: I, yeah, depending on how well it does like normally they've been doing a 45 day window for hbo max stuff but i I wouldn't be surprised if they held this off even longer
0: oh it'd be the smart that's why they pushed back morbius not because it's terrible but because (laughs) um
2: i mean it might be but we that's not why they pushed it well they
0: pushed morbius because spider-man no way home is still making money in theaters it's still like there were still showings when we went to the theater you know we walked by a few of them but so you know that's why they pushed that back i feel like with hbo max especially because they're they're still making their money they want to create a window where they maximize their profits at the box office, and then they get a bunch of new subscribers because yeah. that's how they can yeah. articulate. Also, nowadays it's much easier for like people to say this movie's really good and it's doing well on both, you know, this and this because it's not so much DVD sales anymore. Afterwards, it's you know yeah. how many new new subscribers jump onto HBO Max when the show, yeah, when it gets released. Physical
2: media mm-hmm. really just isn't. I still collect a lot of physical media, but yeah. it's just not that yeah, much. Well, of a thing. I'm gonna
0: get Spider Man when it comes out on a DVD. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get this when I think I think when it comes out on a DVD because this is a movie. It is it is long. It is a 3 yeah. hour movie. The the pacing's, you know, again we're going to talk about it but is relatively good. But let's start with initial thoughts about the Batman. And we'll start with, because Ronnie's so excited. and I, <laughs> he's, he's just got this energy. He's just sitting here patiently Which, waiting. Finish the box office stuff. Come no, on.
2: I should say this before Ronnie even starts. Now he's like, oh, come on. It's um, supposed to be we, my turn. We have not talked very much about this. Even though we saw this last night, like we walked out of the theater and we had a couple like comments to one another. But we, we usually keep everything yeah. pretty close to the chest until we sit down here and podcast. Much record. like
0: Batman's Batarang. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then you pop it out when you need it. So sorry, Ryan. Spoiler? Nope.
2: Okay. Go for it. I,
0: Holy I like cannoli, the, Batman. I like this movie. How, how <laughs> long have you been sitting on that one?
1: <laughs> a while. I was blown away. I thought this was going to be an average movie because that's all we've been getting from DC for a while. Yeah. He's we'll not that. wrong. I will argue that. I said average. I will argue that. Because we, we've had some good, we've had some bad. We've had some in the middle, so mm-hmm. but this was by far like probably the best DC movie we've we've had in years. I mean from from point A to point B everything just hit. The casting was amazing in this. I did like the style that it was shot in. Yeah, it could the dialogue, you know, we talked about it. It it does, you know, it has the William Shatner effect to it a little <laughs> bit at, at times, but it wasn't like you you were watching it and you were getting bored from it because there was stuff happening. It wasn't just all the dialogue just like that but it was a cool little crime thriller it wasn't even really like a batman movie i feel like i feel like i was watching a movie about the zodiac killer mm. yeah really you know but and we finally got a
2: detective batman in this which was amazing rob i was really pleasantly surprised one of my my kids asked me you know what i was thinking about going into this and I'm like I think it'll be you know good to slightly better than good and it was I, I gotta echo Ronnie's sentiment I was really like blown away and, and really just super impressed like I I would I don't want to put it up there with the dark Knight just yet but I will say that yeah. it could mm-hmm. possibly hit that same level because I think yes. it actually excels in some things where the dark Knight falls short mm-hmm. like with the dark Knight it's very like it's great but it's mostly great because of Heath Ledger. Yes. Whereas this one I feel I felt like everything was very balanced out. I felt this felt like an ensemble. I I thought it was a great plot. I loved the way it was shot. Um I love that Gotham was finally a character in this for me. That I Gotham just felt like Gotham felt like the main character for me and it was it was exciting. It was it was <laughs> it was slow but not in a bad way. Like yeah. it, in fact I I was sitting there and I'm like, "Wow, I've been here for like what has this been like, you know? We, we, the, the movie must be ending soon." And I looked at my watch at my phone and we'd only been there for an hour (laughs) and and that wasn't like oh my god there's still two hours left it was like hey all right there's still two more hours of this (laughs) yeah like it was exciting that that like I couldn't wait to see what was going to happen next, and I really couldn't predict what was happening next. Like I got some really cool vibes from this that wasn't Batman esque and definitely wasn't DC ish. This this is a movie I think that can stand on its own as a really good movie, and I'm, I have to say I'll be really interested Oscar time when it comes around to see what kind of things this will be up for because I, I think I will, it was. I will
0: immediately say something along the lines of cinematography. Yes, easily and the score
2: the, the score. score i don't yeah. know how to say his name but i i, I admire him michael G- giancino gianchino his scores are always mm-hmm. just astounding the music was a character yeah, itself yeah, too like easily. there were
0: there were a lot of musical tones
2: a lot of good musical cues so yeah. that's my feeling
0: so i was i was nervous going into this because like i i hate setting the bar high you know we we talked about it a little bit and i know we keep talking about spider-man but it's, it is the most recent big movie mm-hmm. that we saw And, you know, I said the same thing. I don't want to set the bar so high that when it doesn't hit it, I don't enjoy the movie. Even if it's a good movie, it still didn't hit my expectations. So I kept them pretty, pretty low. I was expecting maybe a a three, three and a half. Wow. And I, I will, without bearing the lead, it is a little bit higher than that. But for me, this movie struck a really great balance in some regards and then not so good in others Hmm. and i like don't get me wrong i really enjoyed this movie this movie was fantastic and i I think arguably it will go down as one of the best dc movies and you know it's its own standalone thing could this batman exist in the world of the justice league i think so yeah really i was wondering that intellectually wise yes like i could see this batman doing you know tactical stuff solving mysteries with the justice league like stuff like that we'll talk about why it wouldn't work though because I don't think it would. I, I could see it happening, but I don't think it, it necessarily yeah. needs to. I would love to see this Batman interact with, with a Superman. I think that that would be mm-hmm. a really interesting movie for the two of them mm-hmm. to solve some sort of mystery together. This movie, though, for me, stand, as a standalone Batman film, has something that's it takes place over the course of a week like oh, yeah it's a, a young batman and this isn't spoiler stuff this is all stuff that's been said 2 years in he's making mistakes and we'll talk about some of our favorite <laughs> bat mistakes yeah. in this movie but uh, for me there there were some things batman was well done i didn't like bruce wayne i really just i found you didn't myself
2: like emo bruce wayne
0: emo bruce wayne that was my biggest fear going into <laughs> this movie cuz you see it in the trailers you see yeah. him like he's got the long hair yeah. and he's just kind of like anti social and stuff like see, that you, you see Fault, I see
2: opportunity. DC Marvel crossover with Emo Spider Man.
0: Emo Spider Man was at least fun. <laughs> like, Emo Bruce Wayne was like painful to watch at some points, like just so painful. But Batman and Commissioner Gordon or uh, Sergeant yeah. Lieutenant, Lieutenant, Lieutenant Lieutenant. Is that one he is? Yeah. Super Lieutenant. Super Gordon. Super they, they had one of the, I think I will. I'm not going to bury the lead. They have one of the best oh, lieutenant, yeah, best relationships between the two characters that we've ever seen. Mm, yes, I think agreed. even better. I'll say it better than Christian Bale and Gary Oldman's easily. Oh yeah. So and the Riddler was terrifying in this yes. movie, like
1: actually scary the, at the points. The first time we see him, like in the shadows, I was I was
0: like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Well, that, the opening we had to sc- hold
2: Ronnie's hand. Too. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> the the opening scene, and again, without no any spoilers, the opening scene is is like. Almost like a th- like like a serial killer movie.
2: And yeah. we should also, having said that, say that this is this film pushes the limits of PG thirteen. Yes. Yeah. very much so. There like are things it's, they can't show. It is disturbing. Yep. First of all, they do drop two f bombs. I, I only heard the phone. I got two. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But I, I was counting them as we were going because I was surprised we got two. That was pretty impressive. And, and you are allowed—that's the rule in films. You are allowed two to three f bombs as long as there's not a sexual connotation to them.
0: Correct. Like a movie like The yeah. Social Network. Rent even had to fight it because yeah. in one of their songs they dropped the f bomb twice, yeah. Yeah. and they had to—they had to fight to keep that pg-13 rating yeah like if
2: they say you know go f yourself that's sexual connotation right there and that immediately elevates it to something else Uh, so you can't do it again whereas this he says like happy
0: effing halloween yeah which there's no connotation to that so you're allowed so i guess initial thoughts very positive yes very positive so just a little quick background on this before we you know, take our break and jump really into spoiler territory. So this movie originally was supposed to be a Ben Affleck movie. Like yes. he was supposed to star in and write it and direct it, which is a big undertaking for any actor. And, you know, even though Ben Affleck has proven himself as a great writer, oh, yeah.
2: Argo is fantastic, you yes. know,
0: and you know, say what you will about his portrayal of Batman. Like there are people that love it. Like me, there are people that are okay with it. There are people mm-hmm. that hate it. Like it's, it's fine, but he's the character was already established. And we're going to see, this is the year of Batman. Like mm-hmm. we're going to see, Keaton and Affleck again. So, having said that, it was supposed to be in the DCEU. It was supposed to be Batman versus Slade. Like that was like the original setup for yeah, it. And
2: we're, we're talking back like 2017 here. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah it, I feel so long ago. <laughs> so much has happened since because he was he Affleck was cast in 2013, and yeah. he was signed up for multiple roles, and just unfortunately you know the with between the issues with the DC universe itself and Warner Brothers and then Ben Affleck was dealing with his own personal stuff like he was dealing with alcoholism divorce like yeah. it, it's too much so first he stepped down as writer director and he was going to still star in it and he was still going to do it but you know when they when when the Snyder cut came out and you see him at the end like he's he looks sullen like he looks like he's lost a lot of weight like he 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 was going through some stuff but so eventually they decided to just... Matt Reeves got uh, brought on board, and he was Affleck was supposed to still be in it, like he was supposed to still do it. But then Reeves didn't like the script, and he wanted to redo it and do more of like his own. And he's like, I I can direct a Batman movie, but I can't direct this script. It's not my style. It's not my substance. Like, yeah. it's a great script, but it's not for me. And I'll and, I'll and respect he's very that.
2: good at rebooting franchises. You right. know, he did that with the Planet of the Apes franchise.
0: Yeah, I really like his work. I like Matt Reeves and. I, I think this was the best decision to make, yeah. ultimately. So, Matt Reeves comes out. Eventually, Affleck's like, I can't. I just physically, emotionally, psychologically yeah. just cannot. Yeah. And now he's back with uh, J- Jenny with J- from the block. J-Lo. Yeah, Good for wish-
2: him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Good for him. He, he turns
1: this down and gets J-Lo instead? I know, right? I mean,
0: <laughs> small victories. All right. Yeah.
2: All right, real quick. If you had a choice, would you rather be Batman or would you rather be with J-Lo? Batman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he didn't pause at all for that. That one's... Ronnie, Ronnie did.
2: He's still thinking. I'm still
0: thinking. <sighs> That's a
2: tough
1: one. I mean, I feel like I have to say Batman because, you know, I'm getting married soon. But yeah. she doesn't listen. So, I mean, <sighs> J-Lo does have money, but she doesn't have billionaire money. She if just Batman seems like get fun, any... though. Yeah, but Batman can get anyone. Like, I could be Batman, which means I'm Bruce Wayne, which means I could still get JLo.
2: Mm. I'm, I'm gonna stick just with. I'm gonna stick Jeff with JLo so I don't endanger my life. <laughs> no,
1: I no got a You got a bulletproof. You're bulletproof, except yeah. for except for you know from the nose to the chin,
0: which nobody <laughs> aims at. Oh, no, clearly. But all right. So with that, we are gonna take our our quick break, and when we come back, we are breaking down the whole movie, mm-hmm. spoilers, things that we like, things that we maybe didn't like. I think I might be the only one that with things that I didn't like. I could probably find something. Well, I guess you'll have to tune in after the break to find out. Today's episode is brought to you by Ray's Energy Drinks from Rep Sports. Whether you're trying to crush your afternoon workout or just need a little extra pick-me-up, raise Energy is just the boost that you're going to need. So if you go to repsports.com and any product that you order, enter the code MISFIT89 at checkout to receive 15% off. Anything that you guys buy from that store helps our network grow, and we fully, fully appreciate everything you guys do. That's MISFIT89 at checkout, repsports.com. All right, and welcome back. And now, this is your official spoiler warning. We are going to be breaking down the Batman in every detail that we could possibly remember after seeing it more than 12 hours ago, getting (laughs) home from the theater almost. So, again, spoiler warning in three, two, one. Ronnie, tell me a spoiler. Go. The Riddler's in it. Oh, nailed it. (laughs) And the Joker. And the Joker. I feel like
2: we watch different movies.
0: <laughs> All right. So let's... We're not going to go through the plot beat for beat, but we will talk about... Let's start with... He, w- he wants to do it. He does want to go through the plot <laughs> beat by beat. Oh. Bit. Give him the well, plot. Well, not, not point by point. Yeah. Like on Cinematic Adventures, where we go through the entire movie. <laughs> All I right.
1: Give, I can give a brief... Tell us what this... Brief, Ron, yeah, sure,
0: Ronnie. Tell us what this movie is about. A
1: brief about this movie. So basically, the movie is about Batman trying to catch... The Riddler, who is portrayed as a serial killer, basically he's the Zodiac killer. If you remember from the '60s, I believe it was. I remember was, him from the movie. Well, that too. But yeah, he no, you it know, was, the Zodiac I think it was killer 70s. Was, the, was it the '70s? Yeah. But it's kind of like loosely, kind of like taken from that. But that's pretty much it. You know, he goes around killing political figures and you know heads of you know the police. He kills the DA in it, and it's basically just Batman trying to. Figure out who done did it. Yeah. And with he's, with he's, Commissioner, or sorry, Lieutenant, Lieutenant Gordon. You know, their little buddy cop kind of movie.
0: And then you have like the side story of Selina so Kyle's let's, friend. So let's set the, the tone for this movie. Basically, the Batman mm-hmm. has been operating in Gotham oh, City for... Oh, so we were harmonizing. No. Has been setting... Now, yeah, see, you messed me up you now. <laughs> he's been operating in Gotham City for about two years. Yep. So I'd say this is a Bruce Wayne that's in his mid-20s. They don't, they don't really specify. They don't really se- – yeah. We don't learn anything really about Bruce Wayne. And in- Bruce Wayne is not in this movie very much. Mm-hmm. Um, it is way more – This is the most Batman we've ever gotten in a Batman movie. Which- well, that's why it's called The Batman. But you get it's a movie like the Batman. Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, even like the original Keaton ones. Like mm-hmm. – it's it's a mixture of how often you see the actual actor, like uh, the Bruce yeah. Wayne portrayal and the Batman. Rob's giggling like a four-year-old You'll over find there. find out in about 40 minutes. I don't want to find out. I'm going home in 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, Carry some, on. I you know, are. I know <laughs> Sorry. I but anyway, so basically he's been operating and he's still almost an urban myth at this point like he there's a balance like nobody really refers to him as batman in this there are newspaper clippings that say who is the batman and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but even so the opening scenes are fantastic they set the tone for the movie between it's a nice juxtaposition between what batman's doing what the riddler's doing and kind of how they're about to collide Mm -hmm. and we get the intro like Jim Gordon has a bat signal. It's not on police headquarters. It's in a, like a, the Renewal Project construction <laughs> site, yeah. which is ironic. Now,
2: is the opening scene the death of the mayor?
0: Yes. Okay, yes. I just want to make sure I'm remembering that. Well, it's that funny because Melanie thought it was they were showing the Waynes again. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, have done that. They've already said that they're They do they're say not. Martha yep. a lot in this, and why would I did, you say yeah. that name?
2: I did like the fact that with that opening scene, it sets the tone for the movie that this is going to be about the crimes, not so mm-hmm. much about like the batman or about bruce wayne or about even the villains it's about crime yeah um, cuz this is yeah this is a film that is is all about solving crimes which is great cuz we haven't seen that very much in a lot of batman stuff right
0: so i mean i i love the opening scene where it shows once that bat signal goes on and they played around with this in some of the other movies like i think in the dark knight he jim gordon says like i put it on he doesn't always show up but yeah. at least like it's nice you know the criminals know that he's out there yeah and it's a great scene where the, the people doing crime literally stop in their tracks and then they get scared like fear yeah. fear is really the theme of this movie used in two different ways for Batman it's instilling fear in the heart of criminals for the Riddler it's instilling it's controlling fear almost mm-hmm. and the scene the opening scene of him just beating the tar yeah. out of those those thugs I do yeah. like how this Batman he takes his licks in it like he's not like you know the most he he's a very proficient fighter but at the same mm-hmm. time like when he gets overwhelmed and there's like 40 people on him he's you know, still he's got like getting hit.
2: You know what I was getting vibes a lot from this daredevil vibes. A little bit yeah. Yeah, with the idea of you know that he is trying to figure it out, he gets himself beat up a lot, he needs to take care of himself. And and like just his fighting style, like this is this is something I really appreciated in this. His fighting style was like just walk down a hall and brute force his way to the other end of the hall. Mm. Whereas, you know, other Batmans have been all about their gadgets and, and you know, mm-hmm. shooting magical things at one another and everything. <laughs> Whereas
0: this is just his fists, which is was really, really cool. And it and, and his mind too. Yeah. I but I feel like his mind he only used when he was like doing the Riddler stuff in the in the Bat Cave, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. otherwise, yeah, he's he's not fighting the smartest. He's literally just yeah. tearing through people yeah. and, well, and I, relying on his bulletproof suit. I
2: Did like that one part where he cut the the lights completely mm-hmm. out and yeah, you know, just to and that that was sort of a, a smart thing. Yeah, but, no, yeah, it's it's a smart fighting style rather than just a, a gadgety
0: fighting style, which is fine. And then like you know. He beats the tar out of the... and it, of course, we also had our cameo from the same actor who plays uh, Tim Drake. They, they, I, we learned about that months ago. Melanie hated Tim Drake on Titans, which is a shame because I, re- Tim Drake is one of my fa- is my favorite Robin for yeah. the most part. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. she just doesn't like that actor. Didn't like the actor. Yeah. He had a weird face. <laughs> oh, I remember a little him now. Yes, movie, too. okay. His, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. So, like, they they set the tone very early on, and I love. When Batman's walking into this crime scene, because basically we find out that the Riddler is now leaving notes for. They, they never establish if this is the Riddler's first kill, or if mm-hmm. it is like you know, he's been around and now it's just getting worse or bigger. But he's writing to Batman, yeah. leaving notes at these crime scenes, and I do love how Batman finds all of them. Like the one with the bat in the cage, like yeah. he he's the one that thinks to look in the cage. He eventually figures out the, the, dri- the, the USB drive, yeah, the USB drive, the, the carpet thumb drive, you mean. Yeah, the thumb drive. Oh, God. (laughs) But also, that was a testament to how smart the Riddler was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because basically, in that opening scene, the Riddler kills the dude with that carpet puller, throws it on the floor so it leaves a mark, and then Mm. picks it back up, knowing that Batman would be looking for something like that. Yeah. And then he's the one that's like, oh, this is what killed... But he didn't think to do anything with it at the time. Yeah. But the scene of him walking into that crime scene, which – because they established that he and Jim Gordon have a relationship. We don't know what it is. We right. don't know how it started. Because in Batman Begins, that was a big thing, like mm-hmm. building that that start. I'm fine with getting into year two and like – I yeah. love that. We didn't have to spend origin time on it. Yeah. And Because we, we know. A lot yeah. of people know the stories yeah. and know the, the the lore of Batman in that regard. But all these cops are like, what the hell is he doing here? Like, yeah. it, it is a very, it's a dynamic we haven't gotten.
2: Now, a lot of times Batman lives in the shadows and only shows up to steal something from a crime scene or, or to, to yeah. you know, get a villain or something. Like, here working with the cops, like, and again, this is what I was saying earlier, that Gotham here and the Gotham PD are very much a character, you know, as equal to Batman and, yeah. and the villains here. So, yeah, I loved seeing him working with the police. Finally. But I
0: also love seeing them they're not, were not batman it. fans. Yeah. No. Like for the, the major there was like one or two that were like that's batman like like in yeah. a cool way but then they 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 do warm up to him obviously by the yeah, end. I think of the it was movie. Rodriguez. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think that was his name, yeah. But he, um, he by the end he was like he had warmed up to Batman. Yeah. Yeah, cuz I think the the closest we get is Batman Begins when like the cops are chasing him. Like, that is a whole thing in in the movie. There's, that's the Batmobile sequence. Yeah. And then in The Dark Knight Rises because he's a fugitive at that point. Right. I, I really enjoyed all the stuff, his interactions with the people of the city too. Like the guy he saves is like, please don't hurt me. Like, yeah. No, yeah. Dude, come on now. And <laughs> I just I just saved you. Even like after I'm gonna hurt you. After he saves the mayor, she still yeah. doesn't want to take his hands to like get pulled out of the, the flooding waters. Yeah. But I let's talk about Robert Pattinson. He he does a fantastic job, in my opinion, as Batman. I am I'm already over emo Bruce Wayne. He
2: might be my best. And favorite Batman. Roddy? Really? really? Yeah, I got to say, he, and here's why, so hear me out.
1: I was going to say, you got to give
2: some sort of explanation <clears throat> yeah. after okay. that. Now, hold on. <laughs> um, every time I've seen Batman, it's always, oh, it's Ben Affleck as Batman, or oh, it's Michael Keaton as Batman, or it's Val Kilmer as Batman. Here, I felt like George he Kalani. was Batman. <laughs> like, it, it wasn't, like, the fact that he was Robert Pattinson didn't detract from the character, you know, whereas, whereas when I'm watching Christian Bale, I feel like I'm watching Christian Bale doing Batman. Mm-hmm. Here,
0: it actually felt... Felt like oh Robert Pattinson in his free time does Batman. I have yeah. a, I also have a theory behind that. Okay, because I I can see what you're saying. I think it's because we get introduced to Batman in the batsuit. We get mm-hmm. very oh, little, very little Robert Pattinson's face in this movie. Yeah. yeah,
2: like in fact, so much so that I was thinking about the movie Dread. Uh, I was Carl- just about to say. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. With yeah. I was, I was I was Carl saying, Urban, my, yeah. Yeah, that was my next point. I, I think Carl Urban, I think, doesn't get enough credit for Dread because that was the first time you had a major star not take off the helmet, mm-hmm. and then that kind of got perpetuated a little bit with like The Mandalorian mm-hmm. uh, with yeah. Pedro Pascal, where he didn't ta- he takes it off very infrequently. Yeah. Um, and I think Robert Pattinson kind of felt that way too, that he didn't need to take it off, and and so like. Yeah, I, I th- you might be right about that. That's a, that's a good point. Yeah.
0: This movie I would say 85% of the time he's in the batsuit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or in some variation of the batsuit. We get very little shots of him. Yeah. And I I really again, it didn't sit well with me his his Bruce Wayne. It really, oh, really like the more I think about like I I like I like having a multi-layered character and, mm-hmm. and like the Riddler points out he's like that's this is who you really are. Yeah. You are Batman. You're not whoever... That's why I don't care who you are. Yeah. Because I would have been really annoyed if he knew Batman was Bruce Wayne, especially in this universe where nobody knows who Bruce Wayne is. Like, people are like, oh, that's Bruce Wayne. Like, oh my God, we haven't seen him in, you know. Yeah. But, like, there's... I always found something very powerful about the character of Bruce Wayne who's also trying to help his city. He's, you know, he's the philanthropist. He's doing charity things. Wayne, Wayne the Wayne Foundation. Wayne, yeah. We don't they don't even mention Wayne Enterprises in this movie. No. There's not a single yeah. mention of it. No, it's more well, Wayne
2: as politician.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. Kind of, cuz just mention the accountants. The coming accountants in. coming yeah, in. Yeah, so yeah. they like you get it mentioned by proxy but not right. you know with the actual words, but I don't see I got I got to give this some more time to say Robert Pattinson is the best Batman we've had. I need a sequel. I was going to say I need a Well, he signed I, up for 3 I, films. Yes. I, I do need a I do need to see a yeah. little bit more and also I mean I know it's been
2: what 13
1: hours yeah, since has, the movie's been so, over for so us.
2: Here's here let me also say this about Robert Pattinson. He is very much a chameleon when he comes to his roles. And like l- just looking at stuff that he's done and every time he does something it's a different character. Like he was in Tenant, The Lighthouse, High Life, uh, good time, you know, even even as as Edward Cullen, you know, in, in being a vampire, like, so many things he's done has made him just, he blends into his role so much that he doesn't draw attention to the fact that he's a celebrity.
0: So, here here's what might have made it better for me, just thinking about that. Had he put on this, pers- like, basically, he's like, walking around his house all sullen and with his emo haircut mm-hmm. and just like, he carries himself like not like Batman. Like when he puts on the batsuit, he is like an imposing force. Yeah. He's you know he's big. He he walks with. The, we he's were got talking the about Timberlands. <laughs> we were talking about his boots and it's like I don't know it sounds funny, but when he when he wanted to walk dramatically, when he wanted to scare someone, you just heard the thumping of those boots. Like that opening shot. That's what those those thugs stop because they hear him walking.
2: I gotta say, I never really thought about what does Batman wear for shoes before this movie. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but. Usually it's knee highs. Um, yeah. Just knee <laughs> highs. Heels. But for me, like if instead when he went out into public and then he put on like that timid, almost like socially awkward persona, yeah. Okay, I can buy that. But when he's walking around the mansion and he's just like, Hi hey, Alfred, you're not even my real dad <laughs> I was like, Is this Napoleon dynamite? Like But see, so this is
1: this is my thought is we, we don't have his backstory. You know, because all we know is his parents died and he became a quote unquote billionaire orphan. But we don't know his actual backstory. Did did he still go away and train with the League of Assassins?
0: Well, that that was just you know? for, uh, for Batman. Well, begins. I don't know. Well, but, Alfred but you know what did, I mean?
2: I, I, I don't think he did because Alfred yeah. did make a throwaway reference about how I taught you how to fight. Yeah.
0: There are a few throwaway references yeah. in this movie. But what
2: I'm saying, though, is
1: like, all right, if this happens to you, you're going to go through trauma and. You, this this Bruce Wayne is almost like, I really don't care about the money. I, I, oh, he I, says it. Yeah. you know So I, I can see him being a little emo and being, I'm okay with it. Because I'm just trying to think, if take the money out of it. Because again, he already says, that's not his money. That's my family's money. It's not mine. I'm not a billionaire. If anyone else is in that situation, they would definitely be down in the dumps like he is. So I could see the emo. I didn't really like the dynamic with Bruce
2: Wayne and Alfred. I have to say, I think that the scenes between them are probably the weakest part of the movie, and that's not a at at the beginning. Once the bomb goes off.
1: And Alfred gets hurt. Then it gets a little bit better. I have a problem with that bomb, by the way. No, you don't.
2: All right, hold, hold on. Though I I want to go back to this because I I do really feel that, and it's I don't know if it's part because of the script because I don't think it's the actor's fault. Mm-mm. No, um, I think Andy's. But Serves I I great think job. that their scenes aren't developed enough because they really only share what like. Two a major handful. scenes, like the one in the hospital, and the one at the very beginning where he's like, "You're not my father," yeah. kind of thing.
1: And and then yeah, because cause that's that those two, and then you have where he solves the coding.
2: Yeah, like they don't have. I, maybe that's why it doesn't work that well because they just don't have enough scenes together. Where and you know, also
0: the, there's an unnecessary tension between them the yeah. entire time. Even when they had, like, literally, dude just came out of a coma and almost died. You lied to me, Alfred. Him. Yeah, <laughs> dude, like.
2: I still like emo Bruce Wayne though. Like with the black around his eyes and the greasy long hair. That's great. And the Nirvana the, the, music the, yeah. playing. The, the, like the black <laughs> around
1: the eyes I love. I do too.
0: I, I love that. I like that he carries his, his suit around in a backpack half the time. Yeah. yeah. Like
1: But what I'm curious about the more practical bad is with with the eye black. Does he carry around? How, how does the he apply, eye black with him? How does
0: he apply it? You see him in a bathroom before he puts yeah. on the suit. All right. like he's, I guess, yeah, he's yeah like, that's true. He's coloring his face. Yeah. And, yeah. But
1: like if he's what if he's outside of the back cave and he's gotta he's gotta run home no, and then what he run did. back he out? in. A,
0: he was in like a bathroom, it looked like yeah. you know, and then he was gonna jump those guys because <laughs> he knew they were gonna mug what's his face. <laughs> but I don't like for me, it also I don't and we'll talk about this. Because basically the story turns out that The Waynes had created this this re re, renewal renewal Renewal. program, and when the and when Thomas Wayne died, that money just became up for grabs. So there was a power vacuum for these millions of dollars that were supposed to be you know relocated to various funds, and that's why the orphanage closes down, and that's Mm -hmm. why you know Edward not Nigma, Edward Edward. Noshington or something like that. Yeah, Yeah. I'm gonna call him Edward Nigma. The Riddler. Yeah, the Riddler becomes the Riddler like that's his catalyst, and then Batman coming in, he you know like the stalker syndrome i don't like i i don't like when there's a big conspiracy about like we saw it in the amazing spider-man series this conspiracy about the parents is just never something we're uh, interested oh, yeah, in I remember that. and i would i would much rather the idea that it was just a random act that killed the waynes and again that's a that's a plot point that they leave that they yeah. don't do anything with yeah. at the end it, even like as far as closure with batman and alfred it really it, it's there i guess yeah. But again, like that, there are a lot of plot points that don't do anything. That is the biggest one. I don't really care if the Waynes were, like, don't get me wrong. It's interesting. It's an interesting concept that the Waynes were maybe involved with something that they were, not and it does shatter the illusion for for Bruce Wayne. But then they never have catharsis about it. It's yeah. never Bruce Wayne going, "My father was a good man who made mistakes, and I will rebuild this legacy." Like they don't ever do that. Yeah. And then, like, it's just it's just a weird thing that they never, that they address, but then it, it's a weakness of the script, in my personal opinion, they could have taken it out completely. Okay. And also my problem with the envelope bomb that Alfred gets. Yeah, what was that, your problem? There? Every other victim had some sort of ritualistic thing happen to them afterwards, right? The Riddler was right. there for he each the, one. Yeah. What's his name with the the mice in his thing. The mice, yeah. the very first kill, he wraps <laughs> them up, and like there's a show that's part of it. That would have just killed Bruce Wayne. And that was it. Like there was nothing more to it. So it that was just plot convenience to put Alfred out of the yeah. game. That was, those are just some minor. See, vibes. I don't, I don't. Yeah, I, I could see that point.
2: I don't think though that the script was lazy or, like, I see. I, I like the twists, and all of the plot because then it was more of a focus on. The story, whereas, you know, so many... This is a problem of so many superhero films where it's all about the villain. Mm -hmm. It's all about, like, you know, Mm -hmm. what we have to stop the villain from doing some big thing. And here it's more about, like... There's there's layers and depth to the reasons behind the Riddler doing the things that he's doing, and it's about you know rooting out corruption and and trying to you know oh
0: he's the hero yeah mm-hmm.
2: he is and he sees him and Batman as sort of being on the same side. It's
0: literally yeah. working together. Yeah. Like this guy's mind is so broken, it's it's like um, people that stalk celebrities and they think that they're in some sort of relationship yeah. with them. Yeah, like it's an actual psychological condition. And when they finally have their 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 interaction, I remember we're in the theater. And when Paul Dano's Riddler is revealed, and he's like losing his mind when he finds out that Batman's not his friend, mm-hmm. like, and he's like screaming and yelling. People like laughed. I was like, that was no, like, that's was a little, disturbing. Yeah, he was. I will say that the Riddler in this movie was the most disturbing super villain in a movie we've ever gotten. Yeah, some close seconds. Percent, Heath Ledger is a yeah. close second. But the thing about Heath Ledger was he was so smart that you know. Like he had, he was a man without a plan. He never says he doesn't have a plan. He just says, Do I look like a guy with a plan? And then he's got 38 plans. Yeah. And then I would also argue uh, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin. Mm -hmm. Like as far as like just scary villains go, those are my top three.
2: Paul Dan, I think what made Paul Danos so frightening was because it was so rooted in the real world. Whereas, Mm -hmm. you know, yes, Heath Ledger's. Joker is fantastic but there is still a comic book element to him whereas this you know this Riddler he didn't have question marks all over his his jacket you yeah. know like Jim Carrey <laughs> did you know he he was you feel like he's someone who could exist, you know, like a Zodiac killer. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Paul Dano is just terrifying as as this. Yes. Yeah. And he's un, he is only unmasked for maybe like five minutes of the entire just, film. Just the for the of, last. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of the film, he is in his Riddler mask and you can't see anything but his eyes. And mm-hmm. they are. And he
0: explains that, too. He says it to Batman. This is really you. This is really right. me. Yeah. I w- nobody knew me. Like, I was invisible, but now, like, I found my purpose, and I found who who I am, mm-hmm. and that's always a very long debate in comic book movies, and I, I know we've talked about it when we talk about Batman and Superman, like, who's the real character there? So, I, I thought it was fantastic. Now, let's talk about some of our other characters, though, too, unless we have any other plot points on Batman and Riddler that we want to discuss. No? All right. Catwoman is in this. Yes, she is. Selena Kyle, played by Zoe Kravitz, and again, another character that you... you you learn a lot about and you feel for too. Like you feel bad for her. Rob, initial thoughts on Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman. Um, I
2: know very little about Zoe Kravitz, unless she's been in things that... Oh, I, I did like the fact that she was also Catwoman in the Lego Batman movie. She was. <laughs> yeah, she was. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know a lot meow meow. about her, other than, of course, that she's the daughter of, of Lenny Kravitz. I sort of remember her from Mad Max Fury Road. So I, I did not have very many expectations going in about her. I liked the fact that she and so many of the other characters aren't clearly good and evil. There are so many, like, shades of of gray Gray. with each of these characters that, you know, Selena Kyle is someone who is, you know, she's a compromised morality where she, you know, doesn't, she wants to kill, you know, and she's, Batman's trying to stop her from killing. She is someone who is a victim so often and, and... I, I I I enjoyed her tremendously because she didn't detract from the plot. She just added it. You know, like so yeah. many of these other characters, like even like Carmine Falcone, he didn't. Fe- it didn't feel like he was a, a good or evil. He was like you know he was mostly evil, but he had so many other shades of trying to do the right
0: thing. Well, I also liked you. You mentioned the plot. Nothing in this movie, except for like some of the points that I pointed out. They really the plot is very. Complicated, but it's also well put together. Yeah, like all yeah. these points, a lot of these big points come to a head. Like I, I was actually kind of surprised that Carmine Balconi was the was the rat. I like, yeah, you know, you yeah. find out that he was the one that act, and he used all of this like to. So I thought that was smart. I thought it was well done. And the plot itself was really interesting. It kept you guessing to it mm-hmm. to a certain it's not the most complicated in the world. Like we know Batman's gonna save the day. It's just you know? lots of twists yeah. to it. Yeah. yeah.
2: One of the things about the plot, we mentioned we were talking about this before we started recording. Um, being a three hour movie and being individuals that of course eat and drink during a movie you know, the bathroom issue comes up. <laughs> and I, I was like, I, I got to go. I got to leave. So I was trying to find, like, a, the right time to leave. And there really is no right time in this no. movie
0: to leave. For a three-hour movie, there is no filler in it at no. all. No,
2: Like, every single time, I'm like, okay, this looks like a scene where they're not going to tell me a lot. And then I was like, oh, God, I'm glad I was around for that. Yeah, Because there is so much exposition that's given throughout the entire movie in any given moment. In fact, when I left... I, I came back and I had to ask Timmy, my son. I'm like, what you know, well, why are they doing because I'm like, <laughs> all right, maybe I'll just sit and I'll figure it out. And I, after five minutes, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm clearly missing yeah. something. I'm like, how did she get the the how does she get the recording of of her friend and where did yeah. that come
0: from? Oh yeah, that's so, when you went yeah, to the bathroom.
2: Yeah. Why are they there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden he was in the hospital <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're on a building with dangling one of the people
0: over it. I'm like, how
2: did we get here?
0: What did I miss? And I, I was gone for literally 60 seconds. Yeah so. yeah. so like you look at a movie like Avengers End Game. I can go to the bathroom when they're figuring out when to go yeah. back in time. Yeah. Like, which which stone should we go for? I can go to the bathroom and come back. Yeah. All right. We're going to these places. And then I, cool.
2: You, yeah. Spider, and you can catch up.
0: Yeah. yeah. Spider Man. I can go to the bathroom when they're like. All right. We're going to solve all the villains' problems. Yeah. Montage. No. Like this movie, there was constantly. Like, yeah. My advice: don't drink anything during the film. All no, no, right. Yeah. Right. But uh, going back, Roddy, thoughts on
2: Selena Kyle in this movie? I was gonna say what you, we don't really have Catwoman in this movie.
0: I feel like the, they this don't even is, refer to her as such that
1: too, but I mean, she's really just Selena Kyle in this movie. You got a lot of cats. You know? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> one of the few
0: jokes in the film.
1: Yeah, right. I, I think. Yeah, I,
0: there, there's not a lot of humor in this no. movie. Well, it's because it's not
1: Marvel. That's fair. Again, I like I said at the beginning of the episode, I think this cast is spot on. There's not one yeah. person I would change. I think everyone nailed their part. I mean, you know, Selena Kyle, I think is just basically just ripped like her, like the way she acts and everything like from the comics to this, I think is spot on. I think she fantastic job and, and her story too, you know, like Rob was saying, like, she's, she's one of those, like, it's almost like the anti-hero kind of thing where it's like, you know, she's the, a bad got or bad girl. Right. But she's also doing bad
0: things, but for the good of human. Well, she also has she has a motive in this movie, like yeah. a motive that we understand, but then we find out that she actually has this other motive that's yeah. just as understandable. Mm-hmm. And some movies would have just picked one or the other, but then we get this twist where she steals that money, and she's like, I'm owed this. That's the yeah. whole reason I was at this place, because, you know, and then you find out the the bombshell. Yeah. But, like, you could have just left it with the dead girlfriend and made that enough of a motive for her to yeah. want to kill Carmi Balcone. but yeah. you get more. And I like it. Yep. Yep. Other cast members that we haven't really talked about. We mentioned him briefly, but Jeffrey Wright is James Gordon.
2: Mm-hmm. Best James Gordon ever.
0: My new favorite yeah. Batman and Jim Gordon scene is the scene of them in the police precinct. Yes. And he comes up to him, he's like, You need to punch me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we need to get you out of here. It is you you get a feeling that I, I feel like in this universe he saved Jim Gordon's life at some point. Yeah. yeah. That's the kind of vibe that I get from them. And we're also going to talk about it, but the Joker's already in Arkham. And he's the Joker. Like you could see, he's got the yeah. white skin and the, and the crazy hair. I would as, I would assume that if we get another movie, I would not be surprised if we get the Joker being in it, and we find out that that was like Batman's first supervillain that mm-hmm. him and Jim Gordon had yeah. to take yeah. down. You know what we're? Uh, I'll save it. Okay, All right. I'll save it. I, we'll for, do, for, we'll for. do some speculation right. yeah. at the
1: end.
2: I Jim Gord. This I have to say what. This, what I think might be the movie's best aspect is that Jim Gordon has an equal role to Batman. A thousand percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are like a detective team, like, like a, you know, Riggs and Murtaugh without the jokes. And he is, uh, he gets a lot of screen time. Way yeah. more like, than I thought. Yeah. Like they, and, and you know, I, I always liked Gary Oldman and he was good, but. <sighs> Jeffrey Wright is given so much more. And, you know, in, in last week's episode of our podcast, which you should check out, which is all about Jim Gordon and Alfred, um, Jim Gordon in this has a very active role in advancing the plot, and his relationship is studied in depth with Batman and and he yeah he he gets almost equal screen time and Jeffrey Wright nails it I, like I said last week that Jeffrey Wright is a reliable actor he's someone that mm-hmm. you know you you always know what he's gonna what you're gonna get and I got a lot from this film that I wasn't expecting from him he was layered he was he had great depth to him and he was interesting too like he wasn't like I think that's a big thing from this movie is that all of the actors are generous towards one another in that they give each other material to work with mm-hmm. and and Jeffrey Wright. Gives you know Pattinson a lot to work with, yeah.
0: Any other thoughts on Gordon?
2: Just echoing Rob, I my my favorite
1: Gordon that we've and you know, like you said, that the scene in the precinct where where he literally like pins Batman up against oh, yeah. the wall, too. Like it shows like what they've they, scene that, was. yeah. Like oh, they they have like this mutual respect, like they've been through some stuff together, you know. I even though it's only year two that, but. They have that relationship where they seem to have been working together for two years nonstop. I'm like, buddy, buddy, why Yo, are you giggling?
0: When that cop tried to just reach and grab his, yeah. his oh, cow, and, yeah. and he turns out he just dags him. I, I couldn't help but start laughing. Like yeah. it was just. <laughs> but my my my
1: thing is. So how long was he knocked out for that you wait until he's I about to wake up
2: him? to take the cow off? I guess Jim was
0: protecting. I can say that time. I, I would think that Jim Gordon was. Well, yeah, I no, Get no, him back agree. to the precinct. Like, yeah, he, the, yeah. You no, know, he wakes up in police precinct. Yeah. Um, and it is that is a tense scene. Yeah, like, there are a lot of very tense scenes. I, in this I movie. like
2: the fact too that there's a number of times that Bruce, Bruce Wayne gets his bell rung. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, and is out of it for a little bit. That he and just you can actually.
1: See it too, like when he takes off the suit, like you see all yeah, the damage it. that's been done. I feel like we haven't really gotten that Christian really. Christian Bale, like like yeah, cuts and yeah. stuff
0: like that. But I feel like we haven't gotten uh, like any like
1: bruises. The, or The first
0: night like he's Batman, and Christian Bale, like Alfred suggests fine taking a water polo to explain it. Yeah, Oh yeah, but uh, or no, just regular polo, not water polo, <laughs> weirdo. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, water polo. I know. Gosh, what's wrong with me? <laughs> a rich, rich person, <laughs> I know, right? I guess. <laughs> but for me, like. I really enjoyed there. There are certain things, and we haven't really talked about the bat suit and and his portrayal of like certain aspects of Batman. But like he has the the adrenaline that he has a special, yeah. sp- like an almost like an IV port gives pre- him roid rage. Yeah. yeah the- <laughs> well, somebody pointed out that the green might actually be venom from Bane. Yeah, I I, yeah. I, I, I read, that, read that somewhere too. Yeah, it's a fun theory. Where, I like th- liquid kryptonite.
2: I like the <laughs> functionality of his bat suit. Like it's yes. very much like a tactical bat I, suit. I,
1: I, the the batarang. It, as the chest plate, eh, I like the fact. I, I, like okay, I liked cool. it
2: actually a lot more because they we. If you remember, I I, th- I don't forget if it was last episode or two episodes ago, I was complaining about batarangs and their functionality yeah. and that they don't seem practical. And and I think Pattinson's Bruce Wayne seems to agree with me on that because he never uses batarangs. Doesn't. He's yeah. very
0: big with the grappling hook. Grappling. Yeah. but which, uh, which is cool. Ouch! You know.
2: He shoots people with that.
0: Eh, Affleck did it too.
1: I know. Well, I i'm I can't like, say how that hurts. I when, didn't say he's the only they, one that does it.
0: <laughs> when they catch the guy that Selena Kyle kicks over, yeah. he uses a grappling hook. Oh, like, yeah. I wanted that guy to be like, "Ah, oh, my
1: elbow! <laughs> like you got me right there!" Like that—that that must hurt. Like coming out too. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I mean, you just cut the the steel
0: <laughs> and just pull it out that way. All right, things to think about. All right, so before we, I do want to mention my favorite scene in the whole movie. It's got to be when – right after he makes the escape from Gotham PD where he's like – he gets up to the ledge. He's like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> That's heli- a far drop. It's, it's hilarious because, like again, this is a Batman who's year two. He's probably more use- – mm-hmm. like we don't see him like grappling from building to building or anything no. like that, like traditional Batman. But it's when he does the flying squirrel suit. Yes. And he tries exactly to, let, to let about. the parachute go. Yeah and he catches the the, the bridge. bridge and he's like oh no all like, right rough.
2: i'm glad you bring that up cuz of all the things of that all right i loved it when he got caught on the bridge and he slammed into it. cuz i all of us even myself included in the theater went oh like it looked yeah. painful i thought the flying squirrel outfit was the goofiest crap i'd ever seen it was very strange and it was the angle that they were shooting it yeah. to where it was like cuz i wonder if they actually shot something like that like in with him flying like in an air Fan something because his head was staying still, but everything else was moving, and it just reminded me of of
0: like a flying squirrel, like Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah, I think Melanie yeah. actually said Rocky during the color we <laughs> Hey, Rocky, let me, but in my, my mind, in my mind, it was more this is all stuff he's making himself, yeah, right, right. Like, we, we get no indication that Lucius Fox is around yeah. that that Wayne, again, no mention of winning yeah. prizes, yeah. anything along those lines. No, I, you, I like the squirrels. I I thought it was stupid. <laughs> I I liked it. I I mean
1: I, think, I think, think it was about, just... like, he doesn't use the grappling guns like he said to go from building to building. Right. What other ways he going to do I it? I think
2: it was just the way it was shot was so goofy. Yeah, yeah it, it was a little
1: it was a little off putting. I,
2: I think it was goofy but I, I love this.
1: We've never s- seen it before. No. I, I wouldn't mind seeing a better version
0: of Maybe, it. Yeah. In, yeah. in in the sequel, but but so last character before we do some uh, some fun speculation and final thoughts, Oswald Cobblepot. We didn't even mention oh Colin Farrell as uh, arguably one of my favorite Batman chase scenes too. It's, yeah. a, it's yes. really good. It's very that, that Batmobile, I was really apprehensive about I loved it. I love me too. It, it grew on me yeah. Yeah. during it's the actual chase. But I really liked. We mentioned that this Gotham City feels a lot more like it's lived in. It's got its own character. It's
2: very film noir. The
0: yeah. Iceberg Lounge is a very, is almost another character in this yeah. movie, yeah. where it's got layers. Like literally, it has. Well, there's the club inside the club, the club. inside the
1: club. the club inside the club. Club Forty Four.
0: And I like you yeah. know, Cobblepot. He's not the the big mob boss that he, he normally. No, he's Oz. He's just Oz. Oz yeah. Uh, they don't. He doesn't like being called the Penguin. <laughs> uh, he does Penguin walk. He though, does so waddle when he, they have him tied up. Which was a, that, that whole was, scene was great. That. that was great. yeah. Yeah. But that I really, chase scene. The chase scene was fantastic. Wow.
2: wow. And the fact that we were in a movie theater that had, like, was it rumble seats or something
0: to it? But like <laughs> when the, he, whole, when the whole that theater shook. Yeah, yeah. When that accelerator hit, again, it's the same thing with him walking. Like, yeah. Just really cool. And I, I dug Cobblepot in this. I yeah.
2: saw somewhere written that Edgar Wright commented on that chase scene and said how brilliantly it was shot. And if Edgar Wright is commenting on that baby oh <laughs> wow that's impressive you did you
0: did the right thing then yeah any other thoughts on uh mr Cobble? i'm looking forward to the I, show like i said
1: like we knew that colin farrell was playing cobblepot but if you did not know that you would not have known no, that was no, colin no. Farrell. a lot of times like you know what you had danny devito like that look like Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. This does not look like Colin Farrell at all. No. Which get big, big
2: props to that makeup team. I read somewhere too that Colin Farrell said that he went to Starbucks to try out his prosthetics yes. and, and makeup, him. and nobody recognized him. Yeah, yeah, that's um, that's awesome. He doesn't look like Colin Farrell at all, and yeah. and I'm I have to say it's. The, I was worried about the prosthetics because whenever anyone puts on that much yeah. m- makeup, it's like, oh, you could tell. You couldn't tell. No. He was gross looking. He had that horrible scar on yeah. his face. It, yeah, it was great. Um, and he just like he, it was lived in. Like he, I read, too, that he he shot it. Uh, he had inspiration from Frick from The Godfather. Yep. And also that like oh, it was something about. Oh, here it is. That he had a recording of a New York City building caretaker from the 80s, and that inspired him for his voice of the penguin.
0: <laughs> okay. Whenever yeah. you want, Kyle. Hey, Burrow. easy. It was, what did he say? Yeah, easy, easy, sweetheart. sweetheart. Yeah. Well, I love, like stuff like that. Like, yeah. you know, like he has Batman actually come into his lounge, yeah. and like that, and that's more in line with the comics nowadays. So, like, the penguin, you know, he used to be the yeah. yeah. kind of yeah. guy, but now he's more of a. I love the fact, too, that like in so many of the
2: previous. Any superhero movies, when the good guy gets into the room with the bad guy, it's all about beating up the uh, each other and yeah. like capturing them. And here, it's like getting information mm-hmm. to solve yeah. things.
1: He, Batman almost, almost does things like buy the books, yeah. like like as like an officer would. Like He's he loves, <laughs> Like he doesn't go in, like you said, yeah. and just I'm gonna beat you up because I know you're a bad guy. Yeah. He goes, it's almost like I got nothing on you. I'm just here to talk to you, kind of like, you know, like I said, some, you know, a police officer would do. Well,
0: I, I do like, we need a warrant. No, I don't. He yeah. just walks in. <laughs> I like how they mirror that scene with the twins the second yes. time when he goes as Bruce Wayne. It's yeah. almost like the exact same scene, yeah. but just, it was, it was a funny, I like those two. Yeah. They were on Teen Wolf for a long time, but I like Teen Wolf. I like that show. So, those are all of the like the big characters. We didn't really mention Carmine Valcone. He's, he's in it. He's a plot point, and then he gets unceremoniously murdered in front yeah. of all of them. But, I, I really enjoyed the entire cast. Like the whole mm-hmm. thing was really yeah. good. I, I love
2: again that no one shines more than anyone else. Mm-hmm. They're all important parts of this yeah. film. Like it reminded me of of the movie Heat with De Niro and Pacino, mm-hmm. where it's that kind of mob yep. mob movie where it's it's people outsmarting each other and this you know cops and robbers kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's a mob movie. This is a, this is a mob movie. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, in all honesty, like Batman doesn't really win in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like the the city no. gets, still gets flooded, which yeah.
2: I want to say I point last week I, I had mentioned I would love a dour ending to this, and yeah. I kind of got a little it has bit a, of a, dour a hopeful,
0: ending. optimistic ending, but yeah. it is still yeah, it's pretty yeah, yeah pretty I depressing
2: love that selena kyle says to him you know that you're gonna this city's gonna kill you or and, and you know there's there's no point in this mm-hmm. and he's like oh i have
0: to try well the, he points out he's like things are only getting worse like yeah. he, it's a it's a constant battle for batman in this where he's like i don't know if i'm actually doing anything mm-hmm. that's helping they do point out that the riddler is made from him like he was inspired yeah. by batman but yeah. like in all honesty i would i want to see more i want to see some hope and optimism in the next movie. I want to see the you know, I know we aren't we're not at speculation points anymore, mm-hmm. but so really quick before we jump into speculation about what we want to see in a sequel before I, you know, jump ahead. <laughs> any final thoughts on this movie? Gripes, we can do Gotham City ratings. I know Rob says he has a few. Oh
2: yeah, well, my main gripe was that that goofy squirrel suit. Oh, that was that was your main gripe? That was gripe? my main one.
0: There is one other gripe that I, I have not. I have one out.
2: too that I, I didn't push up, but go ahead. You want
0: to go? Oh, so there's a scene again. I talk about plot points that were that were dangled, but nothing was ever done with. There's a scene in the church during the funeral scene mm-hmm. where he's standing next to just some random guy who's like going off about how the rich deserve oh, yes. what's coming to them, and he Bruce Wayne looks at him, and this guy looks at him. And he's like, "Hey, don't I know you?" I don't know if that was for me. I didn't even think, like, oh, he's Bruce Wayne. He's famous. Because yeah. yeah. nobody really knows who Bruce Wayne is, it seems like. Yeah, he's such a recluse. I thought that that was Joe Chill, the guy who killed his parents. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they never really, like, some of those things don't really explain. Like, they don't put well, them in the script. Like was the he one of the guys
2: that... He was.
0: Right? Was he? Go ahead, he, say he, was he was one of the... The Riddler, Riddler guys yes, at he the was. end, right? At
2: the yeah. end, where they pulled his mask off. Yeah, he was yeah. the one that was about yeah, to that's shoot
0: Batman right in the face. Yeah, I would I would have actually really liked if that was Joe Shell. Because I do like yeah. the idea of just – it was a random thing that happened to the Waynes. It yeah. was a product
2: of the city. Well, I like the fact that they never officially say – like he's like, you know, was it Falcone or – I don't know. It was probably, it a coincidence? You know, was, you know, coincidence. Yeah. It could have been. Like, I like that there's... Because that's what life is. Life is not easy answers. Mm-hmm. You know, life is, is like... It and could it, be.
0: But then it would also explain why this Bruce Wayne's still so broken. Because at least say what you will about some of the other interpretations. Like, he's caught the person that, that... Like, in Batman Begins, I was very surprised at the very beginning. They're like, we got him. Like, we got the guy who killed your parents, mm-hmm. Joe Chill. Right. Like, they it's indifferent. Like, sometimes you, Batman doesn't know who killed his parents. Other times he does. Other times they, they retcon it so that's actually the Joker when he's young. So, for me, like, I, I I like the idea of just... It was a random thing. Just a yeah. bad day. Yeah. And a product of the city itself. But anyway. Another minor gripe. But do you guys <laughs> want to do Star C- or Gotham City rating and then do some speculation? Let's do it. All right. Ronnie, would you like to go first? I'll
1: go first. Heck
0: yeah, you will. I give this movie
1: a... Four point five, solid. Yes. Wow! Again, it, just from from all of us speaking, like there's not so much to change about this movie. Nothing like nothing bad about this movie would have changed the outcome if it wasn't bad. Again, the the way the movie is shot is fantastic. The script is fantastic. The acting is great you know, like we alluded to, no one outshines anyone else like you had in The Dark Knight, you know, that was Heath Ledger's movie, you know, Christian Bale was like backseat, everyone else was too, and the fact that Riddler actually scares you, instead of just being like this crazy, maniacal person, he's actually scary in this, it was like a it was almost like a horror film we were watching a horror film mixed with, you know, like a police crime drama. It it was great, and I cannot wait for a sequel.
2: Rob? I am at this, and I have to say it with this phrasing, at this point, I'm going to give it four. Mm -hmm. I can see it going up to four and a half, though. I really enjoyed it. There's a couple gripes I still have about it. There were a couple moments that didn't ring true for me that I felt were too random like i i i have to say and and this is spoiling a little bit for the the climax with the the flooding the blowing up of the van seemed a little random to me it didn't seem like like there was nothing that hinted at that beforehand like i would have liked to have you know like
0: i don't know something they mentioned the seawall once in the very beginning yeah
2: like i would have loved to have seen like maybe there was a newspaper headline that said something like you know White vans uh, are are disappearing off the streets, or something, or or. something about
0: (laughs) about the seawall in that like the revamping project, whatever it is. Yeah, you know, money was supposed to go to the seawall. Some foreshadowing. I'm sure,
1: like there's, I'm sure there's some like Easter eggs, you know, because there was the seven thousand different news clippings in his uh, apartment.
2: That and there was that one scene where Bruce was doing like a visual on the floor of all the different clues yeah. that seemed to like come to nothing for me. Like it just seemed like a reason really for. Really cool visual. Yeah, that yeah. was it for me. Kind of um, like
1: uh, the Joker laying in the ring of knives. That, that was
2: the exact thought I had when I was seeing <laughs> that scene. That it, it served no other purpose. Yeah. But I do. I will say that this is actually a movie. And uh, take this with a grain of salt. The Snyder cut. I admired it, but I never want to experience it again. Whereas this, I would watch this again. Like, I really felt like, you know what, I, I would love to... Like, even like to the point where I would go back to the theater to see this again, because mm-hmm. it was such an enjoyable time. Like, I really felt riveted the entire time. I was soaking in all the visuals, of the performances. I thoroughly enjoyed this and i highly recommend this Mm -hmm. and so right now i'm saying four but i I could see myself going up paul
0: i am i'm right there with you i'm i'm giving it a four also with the with the strong possibility it's going to jump up after a second viewing um especially knowing how it ends just kind of watching it from that perspective i i I thoroughly enjoyed robert pattinson i do have my gripes about his portrayal of bruce wayne but they're they're minor because he's not really in the movie like Mm -hmm. that is a helpful thing I want to see where this universe grows. I want to see what happens next. I'm I'm curious. You know, this is a very it's an, it's an interesting Batman experience because it is a very different Batman than what we've gotten. Yeah. Usually we get Batman where he is like peak Batman. Mm-hmm. We've had we've had very like even like Batman Begins, he only like it's only when he's like just as, as in like the ninja attire and he tries to jump off the roof and he hurts his knee. That yeah. he like fails. Like, that's yeah. like the, that's it. Otherwise like he's very successful as Batman and very ex- like just efficient as batman Mm -hmm. this is a batman who it's two years he's been doing this he you know it's just it's an interesting and unique take and i want to see him grow and i want to see him become a better batman throughout all this Mm -hmm. but let's do a little bit of speculation because fan feedback friday does involve some characters we'd like to see in the next one Mm -hmm. so we can do fan feedback friday first if you guys want i do want
2: to speaking of speculation i do want to bring up one complaint I don't know if rushing into the Joker is a good idea.
0: I'd wait. I'd wait. One more yeah. movie.
2: I'm hoping that he's not in the sequel. Like, in the third one, maybe. But, like... All right. First of all, when the Joker started talking to Riddler, I thought it was Jared Leto. And I was like, oh, no. And it turned out it was not. It's very... I would have
1: c- been cough. okay with it.
2: No. Yeah. <laughs> like i i tried to make myself okay with it cuz i was listening to it i'm like all right if this because is they could jared have leto done him yeah i was like if this in is jared way, leto maybe he's in the hands of a better director yeah. and he'll do better but I was like, because ultimately... it would
1: have gone with the theme of the mobster gangster type yeah. of having Jared Leto's Joker be the mobster type. Like we saw now
2: you had mentioned earlier about him working with the justice league. And you wanted to talk a little bit about that. This Batman. Yeah. I could,
0: I could see it. I could see a new version of the justice league. Cause again, injustice, a whole mess. I just, I,
2: I feel like, and this is, this is a testament to the film that they did such a good job of creating this world. Like, this world was so unique, you know, in terms of just its its the rain and the darkness and the pacing and, and the lack of sunshine. And I feel like, you know, Superman's Kansas just seems like a different planet than this.
0: Which I would be fine with, because, again, my biggest issue with Batman versus Superman is that they don't... That they just different. bring both characters into yeah. the dark yeah. as opposed to, here's the dark, here's the light, right. and let them contrast. I think the thing that's if they had done a, just a scene at the very end cuz basically here's the thing everybody always complains why doesn't this superhero just come help like you know especially after during avengers right, like where right. are the rest of the yeah i think when they Where's do something
2: captain marvel yeah,
0: when they <laughs> we have to script write her out for me like you do this event where it happens instantly like suddenly just this whole thing had there been a shot of like you know like new they do the news footage and they do the news reels and they show yeah. batman like right. they could have had something like Heroes from around the world coming to offer aid, and you do your cameos. Like they could have done something like that, and yeah. it would have still felt like it wouldn't have deterred from the the great Batman movie, and it would have been a really fun Easter egg for for other people. Yeah. I really want to see if you want to do other superheroes. I would love to see Green Arrow. Yes. I think in, in, uh, yeah, he would fit in this. He would fit perfectly in this world.
2: I just can't imagine someone like Aquaman being in a scene with Batman. It just doesn't seem to.
0: I can I can I think with yeah. the right scripts, it could definitely yeah. happen. But as far as speculation goes, well, we can. Do you want to do fan feedback Friday first, or do you want to speculate about the next movie? Let's, Let, let's,
1: let's do let's do the fan feedback right. Friday because I have a speculation that doesn't involve any uh, answers. Now, really quick, I just want to make sure that these are not made up. Least. These are real. Okay, just making sure. At least I'm hoping no one said what I want. All right, so the fan <laughs> this feedback this Friday is: was, Who's was a villain, about.
0: villain or character that you want to see in a sequel to Batman? <laughs> Uh, sweet tooth an overweight man whose attack revolves around throwing candy at his enemies these are all real yeah mr freeze ten-eyed man he has little eyeballs on the end of his fingertips penny plunderer this guy steals pennies this one's not loading if ronnie would like to say what it is you think i remember you 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 think i remember
2: keep going Okay. Oh, I got it here. It's, it's, oh, no, wait, never mind. Yeah, good job. <laughs> uh, he doesn't have it there. I oh, guess. here it is. No, it's oh, not Nightwing. loading. Oh, Nightwing.
0: Nightwing. Okay, yeah, it wasn't loading for Talk me. Talk about either. that in a second. I said character. Oh, you character, did. oh right. yes. character or supervillain. Okay. Mr. Freeze, which is the big speculation. We have Two-Face, Jason Todd, the penguin, and his full penguin attire. Poison Ivy, Crazy Quilts. I do know Crazy Quilts. Condiment King. We all want Condiment King. <laughs> Kite Man, who was referenced in uh, Peacemaker. As one of peacemakers yes, he of was. So th- those, are, I think that's all of it. Yep, that's yep. all of it. So
1: I have one more, have one and it more. goes with
0: my speculation. Okay,
1: all right. So you know the the Ben Affleck script that Reeves did not like, right? We're gonna get that. You think we're, For where we have Deathstroke and the breakout of Arkham, we're gonna get all the people in Arkham on the loose, which will then set up movie three, which will involve the Joker. So we won't get Joker. And two, we'll know he's out of Arkham, but Deathstroke's the one that releases everyone. He sets up this whole plot to get everyone out of Arkham and just create chaos throughout Gotham. All right, Batman,
0: that's Ronnie's speculation. An Arkham style with with Deathstroke. All right. And Ben Affleck's going to be pissed. (laughs) 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 It's his choice. It's his choice. Well, no, no, it wasn't his choice. He wanted to do that, and Reeve said no no, it was his choice to step down as director and writer. Not true. Yeah. But how, how did I? I'll ask
2: this question because I I have answers too. How did being that we saw this with other, producer Mel and other people, how did they? How did producer Mel feel about the film?
0: Oh, she loved it. She thought it was really good. She she thoroughly enjoyed it, which you know she she's also more of a Marvel type person, so she really uh, mm-hmm. dug this movie. Though, what about it? first of all, she well she made the comment to you guys that if every
2: if they could everyone talked a little faster, it would have been a two hour movie. But she actually said that. She liked Pattinson because it blended and it. she didn't want to murder anybody after the end of this film, which is a rave review from her that she just, she didn't hate it. That was her review. <laughs> and Timmy, Timmy had fun. Timmy really enjoyed it and he, I could tell he was into following the plot and everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Nice. I, any speculation you want for the next movie, which was the question that I asked? <laughs> I, I just don't jump into Joker. Mm-hmm. Just Joker is just seems like the safe choice. And 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 I like the fact that, you know, they if I had known like when I first heard that it was Riddler, I was like, oh I don't know about this, you know, because all I can think of is Jim Carrey and and even what's his name from the nineteen sixty six and it's goofy. So I I want a, a different Real world grounded take on a villain that we might not have thought about before. You know, someone that is has maybe has been goofy in the past, and now they're doing it more grounded. You know, like with what Paul Dano did with the Riddler. So that's why I'm worried about the Joker Mm -hmm. because I feel like there's only a couple ways to go with the Joker, and we've seen them all already. But as long as we, and again, I love the film noir approach. I know not everybody does. Lauren hates film noir, but I, I like that you know detectivey kind of yeah. deep Gotham you know crime riddled. It's always raining kind of atmosphere, and I hope we
0: just keep going with that. Okay. Next movie, I would like them to introduce Dick Grayson. I think we get glimpses of him, him with the mayor's kid. Yeah, yeah. they have a lot of. Th- Wait, they-
2: is that the mayor's kid or is that? Oh, yeah, um, yeah, that was the, the mayor's, dead kid. mayor's kid. The dead, yes. the, okay. dead yeah, mayor,
0: yeah. the dead mayor's kid. There, And that's the scene that Alfred's, like, because Alfred and Bruce are actively, like, fighting. You know, the whole I'm not my, you're not my dad scene? Mm-hmm, yeah. Then he's <laughs> watching the, we didn't even talk about the contact lenses. I thought that was a great touch. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Yeah. But um, he sees that Batman catches eyes with the kid who now just lost his father and found the body. Like, mm-hmm. and he, he, you know, he relates to it. And that's why he's a little extra emo-y that day. <laughs> i would love to see dick grayson be introduced to be and that could be your your way to get bruce wayne out of like the this emo phase. because yeah you can only be like that for you know yeah, for if so many movies if, especially like if you're 21 20 i'm a, we're, we can all say that we're very different than we were when we were in our yeah. our mid-20s yeah. like and you know so i would think having him like all right well i'm trying to build this this other persona like let's let's create let's go to the circus the charity circus like i could see right. him like a charity circus for rebuilding the city something mm-hmm. like that i could see it beginning of the movie start it with that and start it with robin and tim Dra- or uh, dick grayson and have i think a great movie would be him trying to train dick grayson and then it leads you to a third movie with the joker where now he's got a new robin you can make dick grayson nightwing like you could start the movie off with it like oh he's you know he's become nightwing at this point and have the Joker introduce to that third movie and do Death in the Family. I was just gonna say, what if we did Death in the Family? You want to do something different with the Joker that we haven't seen yet? Have him murder a murderer Robin. And you could yeah. you can have your escape from your, your Arkham Asylum yeah. type story there. Yeah. You you could do it that way and then have the Joker kill. That would be good. The, That's it. the brand new. We're Robin. writing it. <laughs> Matt Let's Reeves go. call us. Like and, you, that means you could put any villain in the second movie and yeah. still do a good and have and have this new Robin, this new character, step now, up.
2: I didn't see the other two Planet of the Apes movies that Matt Reeves did. I've heard they're fantastic. They are. I'm just not a Planet of the Apes fan. They're yet. very good. So I have a lot of faith in Matt Reeves that he can develop and land a trilogy. Mm-hmm. So I, I I have to say it's one of the few times, you know, with, with people like
0: James Gunn and Matt Reeves in the DC universe, I feel hopeful. Mm-hmm. I want to see what Flashpoint does. Yeah. If Flashpoint does consolidate these universes into yeah. one coherent storyline.
1: I mean, this is Earth 2.
0: I would be
2: fine it, it, if they just. Is. I you would be fine is. if they just. Who
0: said that? Who said that? Warner Brothers? What? Warner Brothers said this is Earth 2. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I, no, it's not. I have no. Earth 2 is the Stargirl universe. <laughs> no, they designated it at the end of Infinite Crisis. No, I'm laughing at your geek knowledge. No, yeah. <laughs> at the I'm, end of
1: I'm Inf- telling you. It, Warner Brothers. It says there's a multiverse. I just and this is
2: a separate world known as Earth Two. So that means this is in the Stargirl universe. <laughs> I just wish that we didn't have to consolidate. Let Batman be Batman in the Batman film noir universe. He doesn't have to come in. Aquaman can have his little corner. Like I,
0: I don't know why we need to go that way. Because Marvel made all the I, money.
2: No, <laughs>
0: damn it. And that that's the issue. And it, we can't even blame Warner Brothers at this point because. There was a point where shared universes didn't make money. Like nobody Mm -hmm. cared. Comic books were the only ones that did these crossovers. Like even like like Robocop versus Terminator, they had a comic book. Alien versus Predator, they did Uh, all these things. Freddy versus Jason, yeah. 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 Like these these crossovers were never big money until the Avengers hit. Yeah. And then every we we saw it. Every studio tried to do it. Hate that so many of these decisions are money driven. They're all money driven. You know, because that's what makes them. Money creates the product. Money makes the world go around. But I think that pretty much wraps yep. us up. Any, any other points that we want to address besides the fact that I'm hungry? I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So that's going to wrap us up. We're going to be back next week. Next week, we're going to do a full episode on Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Um, Rob Rob and I have finished it. Ronnie is on episode two. Or he finished he's episode got, two? I right, um, finished three. episode two. Yep. So he's going to be the, the freshest perspective when, he, when we come back. And fresh. we'll fresh. be yeah.
2: staying in the DC universe then, I guess, next week, too, yeah. which is yeah. kind of neat. Good. Good. I mean, there's nothing it, good about Marvel. If, Mor- if <laughs> Morbius, is D- Morbius is going to kill it. <laughs> if this is the DC Universe, I'm happy to spend time in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: All right, so that's going to wrap us up for today. As always, I'm Paul. I'm Ronnie. And I'm Rob. And we'll be back in a flash. S'more.